Hello kids, it is your father again. I'm back home and it's much, much easier to record here than anywhere else. It is Tuesday before Thanksgiving 2021. Right now, you guys are on your way back from Palm Springs. Your mom took you guys for a little mini vacation and I am home reading from my father's Bible this time, the NIV, so we're at Numbers, Numbers, starting with number seven, chapter seven through however far, however far I go, so, let's see, I don't know what I should end today's, I don't know what I should end today's uh, episode on, I'm thinking, I have a, there's a really cool I would say a hard rock group called Theocracy, and they have they have some pretty good couple of good songs. So I don't I don't know what to end on. Um, so I'm just waiting. Hopefully I can get like three or four chapters done before you guys get home. Right. It's kind of odd reading from the Bible that your father read from. I hope you guys are doing well. Someone once asked me, how am I going to reveal this to you guys? And I really don't know. Really don't. I'm going to take a sip of my soda. Hang on. I don't want to reveal it when I'm gone. Hopefully, and I don't plan on going anywhere for at least another 50 years. But I, I do want to reveal it somehow when you guys are a certain age. I'm going to be thinking and praying on that. A couple days we're going to have Thanksgiving. And that should be fun. It's your mom's favorite holiday. It's mine too, I think. It's just about hanging out with family, eating. And and I have a ball with your mom. We, we're really good cooking together in the kitchen. I just got done. Uh, I chopped up my pumpkin that we got for Halloween. I didn't carve it, so I chopped it up, took all the seeds out, and I baked it at 400 degrees in the oven until you could stick a fork through it without any resistance. Then I uh, took all the pumpkin out and pureed it. So I'm going to use that for pumpkin pie this year. Anyways, chapter 7. When Moses finished setting up the tabernacle, he anointed it and consecrated it and all its furnishings. He also anointed and consecrated the altar and all its utensils. Then the leaders of Israel, the heads of families, who were the tribal leaders in charge of those who were counted, made offerings. They brought as their gifts before the Lord six covered carts and twelve oxen, an ox from each leader and a cart from every two. These they presented before the tabernacle. The Lord said to Moses, Accept these from them, that they may be used in the work at the tent of meeting. Give them the Levites. Give, oh, excuse me. Give them to the Levites as each man's work requires. So Moses took the carts and oxen and gave them to the Le- Levites. He gave two carts and four oxen to the Gershonites as their work required. And he gave four carts and eight oxen to the Merarites as their work required. 
They are all under the direction of Ithamar, son of Aaron, the priest. But Moses did not give any to the Kohathites, because they were to carry on their shoulders the holy things for which they were responsible. When the altar was anointed, the leaders brought their offerings for its dedication and presented them before the altar. For the Lord had said to Moses, Each day one leader is to bring his offering for the dedication of the altar. The one who brought his offering on the first day was Nashon, Nashon, son of Aminadab, of the tribe of Judah. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Nashon, son of Aminadab. On the second day, Nathanael, son of Zuar, the leader of Issachar, brought his offering. The offering he brought was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with a fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five ram. This is like, this reminds me of the Christmas song. Um, the Twelve Days of Christmas. Sorry, oh, that's why I'm, that's, I'm almost reading it to that in my head. Not out here. Five male goats and five male lambs, a year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Nathanael, son of Zuar. On the third day, Eliab, son of Helon, the leader of the people of Zebulun, brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing a hundred and thirty shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing seventy shekels both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing ten shekels, filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lamb, meant lamb, excuse me, a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Eliab, son of Helon. Helon. On the fourth day of Eleazar, son uh, excuse me. On the fourth day, Elazar, son of Shadur, the leader of the people of Reuben, brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels, filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five lambs, a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Elazar, son of Shadur. I'm detecting a theme. I'm just taking this up. It's amazing how challenging it is to read stuff like this out loud. Well, this is one long chapter, too. I wonder what the next guy brought. Let's find out. On the fifth day, Shalomiel, son of Zerushaddai, the leader of the people of Simeon, brought his offering. It doesn't work. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels. Surprise. One silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels, filled with incense, one young bull, 
one ram and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering one male goat for a sin offering and two oxen five rams five male goats and five male lambs a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering this was the offering of shel shalumiel son of zerushadai on the sixth day elisaph son of duel the leader of the people of gad brought his offering duel son of duel there's a prison called duel vocational institute we call it dvi and it's spelled exactly like that. I wonder if that's where they got the name. Excuse me. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering. One gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense. One young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old for a burnt offering. And one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This is the offering of Eliasaph, son of Duel. On the seventh day, on the seventh day, Elishama, son of Amuhud, the leader of the people of Ephraim, brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing a hundred and 30 shekels, and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old, for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This is the offering of Elishema, son of Amahud. I want to skip ahead so badly, but I'm not going to. I want to. I really want to. I'm curious what J. Vernon McGee did when he read Chapter 7 of Numbers. It's, uh... Yeah. Yeah. On the eighth day, Gamaliel, son of Pehazdor, Pedazor, the leader of the people of Manasseh, brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels and both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with a fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering. One gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram and one male lamb, a year old for a burnt offering. Oh, no, check this out. One male goat for a sin offering and two oxen, five rams, five male goats and five male lambs, a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This is the offering of Gamaliel, Gamaliel, Gamil, well, that's his name, uh, son of Pedazur. On the ninth day, Abadan, son of Gideoni, the leader of the people of Benjamin, brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels, one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels, Filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering. One male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This is the offer of Abadan, son of Gideoni. I'm putting an inflection where there really doesn't need to be, but I just, I'm trying to mix this up. Because they're all bringing the same stuff. Okay? They're bringing the same stuff every day. And I know this is important. So 
bear with me. Just, just bear with me. On the tenth day, Ahiezer, son of Amishadai, the leader of the people of Dan, brought... What's funny is the guy's name is Amishadai, and the tribe is called Dan. I don't... You ever wonder... I wonder if they, they just stopped and asked themselves, why... It's the name Dan. We have all these fancy... Anyways. And I brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour, mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs, a year old, to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offer. Oh, I get it. It's called numbers. Um, this was the offering of Ahizir, son of Emishadai. I mean, I'm making jokes, but I mean, this is God's word. It's just... So don't think I'm dismissing it. I'm just... On the eleventh day, Pajil, son of Akron, the leader of the people of Asher, brought his offering. His offering is one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels, both according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Pajiel, son of Akron. On the twelfth day, Ahira, son of Enan, the leader of the people of Nephtali, brought his offering. His offering was one silver plate weighing 130 shekels and one silver sprinkling bowl weighing 70 shekels. Both, according to the sanctuary shekel, each filled with fine flour mixed with oil as a grain offering, one gold dish weighing 10 shekels filled with incense, one young bull, one ram, and one male lamb, a year old for a burnt offering, one male goat for a sin offering, and two oxen, five rams, five male goats, and five male lambs a year old to be sacrificed as a fellowship offering. This was the offering of Ahira, son of Enan. These were the offerings of the Israelite leaders for the dedication of the altar when it was anointed. Twelve silver, silver plates, twelve silver sprinkling bowls, and twelve gold dishes. Each silver plate weighed 130 shekels, and each sprinkling bowl, 70 shekels. Altogether, the silver dishes weighed 2,400 shekels, according to the sanctuary shekel. The 12 gold dishes filled with incense weighed 10 shekels each, according to the sanctuary shekel. Altogether, the gold dishes weighed 120 shekels. The total number of animals for the burnt offering came to 12 young bulls, 12 rams, and 12 male lambs a year, together with their grain offering. 12 male goats were used for the sin offering. The total number of animals for the sacrifice of the fellowship offering came to 20, 24 oxen, 60 rams, 60 male goats, and 60 male lambs a year old. These were the offerings for the dedication of the altar after it was anointed. When Moses entered the tent of meeting to speak with the Lord, he heard the voice speaking to him from between the two cherubim above the atonement cover on the Ark of the Testimony, and he spoke with him. It's just wild. It's just Moses is there, and then just God shows up and just talks to him. I think, I think we dismiss that, that Moses was talking to God almost constantly during this entire part of his life. Chapter 8. The Lord said to Moses, Speak to Aaron and say to him, When you set up the seven lamps, they are to light the area in front of the lampstand. Aaron did so. 
He set up the lamps so that they faced forward on the lampstand, just as the Lord commanded Moses. This is how the lampstand was made. It was made of hammered gold from its base to its blossoms. The lampstand was made exactly like the pattern the Lord had shown Moses. The setting apart of the Levites. The Lord said to Moses, Take the Levites from among the other Israelites and make them ceremonial clean. To purify them, do this. Sprinkle the water of cleansing on them. Then have them shave their whole bodies and wash their clothes and so purify themselves. Have them take a young bull with its grain offering of fine flour mixed with oil. Then you are to take a second young bull for a sin offering. Bring the Levites to the front of the tent of meeting and assemble the whole Israelite community. You are to bring the Levites before the Lord and the Israelites are to lay their hands on them. Aaron is to present the Levites before the Lord as a wave offering uh, from the Israelites so that they may be ready to do the work of the Lord. After the Levites lay their hands on the heads of the bulls, use the one for a sin offering to the Lord and the others for a burnt offering to make atonement for the Levites. Have the Levites stand in front of Aaron and his sons and then present them as a wave offering to the Lord. In this way, you are to set the Levites apart from other Israelites and the Levites will be mine. After you have purified the Levites and presented them as a wave offering, they are to come to do their work at the tent of meeting. They are the Israelites who are to be given wholly to me. I have taken them as my own in place of the firstborn, the first male offspring from every Israelite woman. Every firstborn male in Israel, whether man or animal, is mine. When I struck down all the firstborn in Egypt, I set them apart for myself. And I have taken the Levites in place of all the firstborn sons in Israel. Of all the Israelites, I have given the Levites as gifts to Aaron and his sons to do the work at the tent of meeting on behalf of the Israelites, and to make atonement for them so that no plague will strike the Israelites when they go near the sanctuary. Moses, Aaron, and the whole Israelite community did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Levites purified themselves and washed their clothes. Then Aaron presented them as a wave offering to before offering before the Lord and made atonement for them to purify them. After that, the Levites came to do their work at the tent of the meeting under the supervision of Aaron and his sons. They did with the Levites just as the Lord commanded Moses. The Lord said to Moses, this applies to the Levites. Men 25 years old or more shall come to take part in the work at the tent of meeting. But at the age of 50, they must retire from their regular service and work no longer. They may assist their brothers in performing their duties at the tent of meeting, but they themselves must not do the work. This, then, is how you are to assign the responsibilities of the Levites. 25 years. Interesting. The Lord spoke to Moses in the desert of Sinai in the first month of the second year after they came out of Egypt. He said, Have the Israelites celebrate the Passover at the appointed time. Celebrate it at the appointed time at twilight on the 14th day of this month in accordance with all its rules and regulations. So Moses told the Israelites to celebrate the Passover, and they did so in the desert of Sinai at twilight, on the fourteenth day in the first month, the Israelites did everything just as the Lord commanded Moses. But some of them could not celebrate the Passover on that day because they were ceremonial unclean on account of a dead body. So they came to Moses and Aaron that same day and said to Moses, We have become unclean because of a dead body. But why should we be kept from presenting the Lord's offering with the other Israelites at the appointed time? Moses answered them, Wait until I find out what the Lord commands concerning you. Then the Lord said to Moses, Tell the Israelites, when any of you or your descendants are unclean because of a dead body or are away on a journey, they may still celebrate the Lord's Passover. They are to celebrate it on the 14th day of the second month at twilight. They are to eat the lamb together with unleavened bread and bitter herbs. They must not leave any of it till morning or break any of its bones. When they celebrate the Passover, they must follow, 
Let me just stop right there or break any of its bones. I wonder if that's a foreshadowing because they didn't break any of Jesus' bones either. But just, I'll just keep going. Uh, but if a man who is ceremonial, ceremonially clean and not on a journey fails to celebrate the Passover, that person must be cut off from his people because he did not present the Lord's offering at the appointed time. That man will bear the consequences of his sin. An alien living among you who wants to celebrate the Lord's Passover must do so in accordance with its rules and regulations. You must have the same regulations for the alien and the native-born. On the day of the tabernacle, the tent of the testimony was set up. The cloud covered it. From evening till morning, the cloud above the tabernacle looked like fire. That is how it continued to be. The cloud covered it, and at night it looked like fire. Whenever the cloud lifted from above the tent, the Israelites set out whatever the cloud settled the Israelites camped, encamped. At the Lord's command, the Israelites set out, and at his command, they encamped. As long as the cloud stayed over the tabernacle, they remained in camp. When the cloud remained over the tabernacle a long time, the Israelites obeyed the Lord's order and did not set out. Sometimes the cloud was over the tabernacle only a few days at the Lord's command. They would encamp, and then at his command, they would set out. Sometimes the cloud stayed only from evening till morning, and when it lifted in the morning, they set out. Whether by day or by night, whenever the cloud lifted, they set out. Whether the cloud stayed over the tabernacle for two days or a month or a year, the Israelites would remain in camp and not set out. But when it lifted, they would set out. At the Lord's command, they encamped, and at the Lord's command, they set out. They obeyed the Lord's order in accordance with his command through Moses. <clears throat> Let me look at the time. I think I think I'd finish. After finish chapter 10, let me see where we are. 21, oh, okay. Got another three minutes. Chapter 10. The Lord said to Moses, Make two trumpets of hammered silver and use them for calling the community together and for having the camps set out. When both are sounded, the whole community is to assemble before you at the entrance to the tent of meeting. If only one is sounded, the leaders, the heads of the clans of Israel, are to assemble before you. When a trumpet blast is sounded, the tribes camping on the east are to set out. At the sounding of a second blast, the camps on the south are to set out. The blast will be the signal for the setting out, to gather the assembly, blow the trumpets, but not with the same signal. The sons of Aaron, the priests, are to blow the trumpets. This is to be a lasting ordinance for you and the generations to come. When you go into battle in your own land against an enemy who is oppressing you, sound a blast on the trumpets. Then you will be remembered by the Lord your God and rescued from your enemies. Also, at your times of rejoicing, your appointed feasts, and the new moon festivals, you are to sound the trumpets over your burnt offerings and fellowship offerings, and they will be a memorial for you before your God. I am the Lord your God. On the twentieth day of the second month of the second year, the cloud lifted from above the tabernacle of the testimony. Then the Israel Israelites set out from the desert of the Sinai and traveled from place to place until the cloud came to rest in the desert of Paran. They set out this first time at the Lord's command through Moses. The divisions of the camp of Judah went first under their standard. Nishan, son of Aminadab, was in command. Nathanol, son of Zuar, was over the division of the tribe of Issachar. And Eliab, son of Hilan, was the, over the division of the tribe of Zebulun. Then the tabernacle was taken down and the Gershonites and the Merorites who carried it set out. The divisions of the camp of Reuben went next under their standard. Eliezer, son of Shadur, was in command. Shalumiel, son of Zerushadai, was over the division of the tribe of Simeon, and Eliasaph, son of Duel, was over the division of the tribe of Gad. 
Then the Kohathites set out carrying the holy things. The tabernacles was to be set up before they arrived. The divisions of the camp of Ephraim went next under their standard. Elishama, son of Emuhud, was in command. Gamaliel, son of Pedazur, was over the division of the tribe of Manasseh. And Abadan, son of Gideoni, was over the tribe over the division of the tribe of Benjamin. Finally, as the rear guard for all the units, the divisions of the camp of Dan set out under the standard. Ahizir, son of Amishadai, was in command. Pagiel, son of Akron, was under the division of the tribe of Asher. And Ahira, son of Anan, was over the division of the tribe of Naphtali. This was the order of march for the Israelite divisions as they set out. Now Moses said to Hobab, son of Ruel of the Midianite, uh, Moses' father-in-law, we are setting out for the place about which the Lord said, I will give it to you. Come with us and we will treat you well, for the Lord has promised good things to Israel. And he answered, No, I will not go. I am going back to my own land and my own people. But Moses said, Please do not leave us. You know where we should camp in the desert and you can be our eyes. If you come with us, we will share with you whatever good things the Lord gives us. Your mom's texting me. Roger. Uh, mom just texted. So mom is driving now, so I could text. We just got on 580. So I just told people my highway. So the Lord set out from the mountain of the Lord and traveled for three days. The Ark of the Covenant of the Lord went before them during those three days to find them a place to rest. The cloud of the Lord was over them by day when they set out from the camp. Whenever the ark set out, Moses said, Rise up, O Lord, may your enemies be scattered, may your foes flee before you. Whenever it came to rest, he said, Return, O Lord, to the countless thousands of Israel. About to get to chapter 11. Let me read chapter 11. I think we're going to stop for, at chapter 10. Let me see what your mom said now. She's probably going to call me soon. Um, all right. I'm going to leave it at this. Um, this song I'm going to play is called I Am. It's by a group called Theocracy. I love it. It's very energetic. It's, 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 it's sung in the first person, like as God is singing to you. Uh, I listen to it a lot. Usually I blast it in my uh, truck as I'm driving down the freeway. Kids do not like it when I blast it that loud, so I just... Do it alone in there, in the, um, in, the, in the truck. The gold truck. You guys know that one. So, I bet you guys are going to sleep by the time. I mean, it's like 9 p.m. right now. So, yeah, you guys are asleep, I think. I think. I'm going to say. Well, maybe not. We will see. So, uh, I love you. Hope you guys had a great trip to Palm Springs. I'm excited to hang out with you guys next, the next few days. I'm excited to sleep in. I can't sleep in tomorrow. I have court. Darn it. Oh, well. Could be worse. I love you. You know what I'm going to say. In everything you do, do it for the kingdom and the king.
wash away I am the shelter from the storm that rages on and on The incorruptible foundation that the wise man builds upon I am the bread that feeds a starving man upon the street I am the bounty on the table in the palace at the feast I am the rain upon the earth after a scorching drought I am the quenching of the thirst you never thought you'd be It's way inside your soul I am the symphony The masterpiece The actor's greatest role I am the poetry That speaks to you With every rhyme I am the songwriter Who seems to write Your life in every line I am the simple truth That shapes your world From your birth I am the vast volumes Of knowledge Spanning all across the earth I am the whisper Of the wind you feel but cannot see I am the Alpha and Omega First and last Of Israel. I am the 
the hope of the lonely and lost and the blood running down to the foot of the cross I am the breaking of chains and the tolling of freedom's bell I am the most of eternally ring and the music too holy for angels to sing I am the fire of the altar consuming the sacrifice I am the free and I am the one of the grace of the Father and death of the Son I am the 